Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. Time for School, Rock School, with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. What, what, what's with the rejection thing? You have a girlfriend. Uh-huh. You're, you know, you're playing music with people. What are you being rejected <laughs> for? Oh, no. Because every musician has to be so deep. Class is in. Rock School Radio Show emanating from the campus, Southeastern Louisiana University, right here in Southeastern Louisiana, otherwise known as Lawnmower Central. Why <laughs> does everyone have to mow their lawns constantly? I got a guy that mows his lawn three times over the weekend. Oh, I, I'm, I'm going to one-up you here. My yes. neighbor works on lawnmowers for a living. Oh. So, you know, like Wednesday night when I'm laying down with a migraine, oh. About 8 o'clock, he starts cranking up lawnmowers just over and over and And over. I've got two people in the neighborhood. I swear their job is to, I can start mowing my lawn earlier than you can. <laughs> right, so it's 7.30 in the morning and somebody's already out cutting it. The dew's not even off the grass. See, we, we live in this you know subtropical climate, so everything grows like crazy. Oh, and yeah. since we've had enough rain you know, to float the ark, mm-hmm. everything's growing. And you... You know, I only cut mine once a week, and I don't have to hit it with a machete. Why do they have to be out three times on the weekend? And (laughs) and then, of course, then they have to get out the blower. Oh, yeah. Because God forbid something lands on their driveway. The weed eater. Oh, the weed hacker, Vern. It's a weed hacker. (laughs) I wish I could get to our grass right now. We have so much. Our yard is so saturated. Yeah. It's going to be a while before we can cut grass. And today, it's Monday, we're recording today, Mm -hmm. for the next two days we're under a tornado watch. Yep. So go stand out on your stoop and watch the tornadoes. (laughs) All right, here we are. It's a radio show. Let's talk about this. I found this by just tripping over it. I mean, I'm watching YouTube videos for no other reason than I'm grading papers and I need something in the background to sort of (laughs) not be so focused on it that I go into, you know, some avant-garde that heaven. that was YouTube? That was YouTube. Okay. And I came across Green Day playing at the library at Pinole Valley High School in California, May 10th, 1990. Okay, so huh. what? What does that have to do? It was, according to the person who posted it, the earliest recording of... Green Day that he has ever seen. Now, I have no idea if it is exactly the earliest recording of Green Day, period. In fact, I doubt it is. Mm -hmm. But it's an extremely early recording, and it's the earliest recording I could find. So this set me off on one of my, oh, must find more (laughs) type things. I have today, and maybe I can get two shows out of it because I have a lot of stuff here. I see that. But I, I, I decided to try and find the earliest recording of bands that you know Mm -hmm. just as far back as i could go even before many of them were even called by the names you know oh that's cool and in some cases the audio is just atrocious so we'll only play a clip of it Mm -hmm. but in many cases it's not so bad and you can hear how 
you know, they were or mm-hmm. mm, they're not quite there yet, that kind of thing. But still, in terms of audio, it's neat to listen to it oh, yeah. and say, this is where it all started. So we'll begin with that one. Green Day, mm-hmm. May 10th, 1990. It's some, you know, camcorder. There weren't even phones back at that point <laughs> in time. The next year, uh, Green Day would release its studio album in 1990, uh-huh. but this is from earlier on in the year. I say the next year. It was still the same year. But they're playing in front of a library at a high school because why? Like, Gigs. you, you got to yeah. play. Anything to do. Here they are on Rock School. Green Day, at least the earliest I could find. I guarantee there's got to be something a little bit earlier, but it's the earliest I could find. Right. Beastie Boys. Like the Beastie Boys? Oh, I love the Beastie Boys. Do you know that before 1984, uh-huh. they were not a rap band? Really? No, they did not start as a rap band. Metal? In fact, no, they started as a punk band. Oh, as that makes in, sense. hit the hi-hat real hard, and then sing punk stuff. You're probably not old enough to remember this, but when cable first came out, you were able to have these things called uh, public access television shows. Did you have those down here? I don't remember. You paid, I don't know, a hundred bucks a month, and then you could have your own public access television show. Oh, how Wayne's funny. World on um, on Saturday Night Live right. is it's a takeoff off of right on a cable access television That's show. So funny. And they were exactly that. They're on the, <laughs> on Family Guy. There's somebody that has like the Kiss half hour, where they do nothing but talk about Kiss for a half an hour. And that this was really popular. You know, you get well, some right. You get some little old lady that would talk about knitting uh-huh. for a half an hour. It's the original reality television, right? Exactly. It was wonderful. In Cleveland, where I grew up, uh-huh. there were multiple cable accesses. Mm-hmm. And you would have people just, you know, I'm going to show you how to arrange fruit in a bowl. <laughs> and people would watch it. But you had to pay to get on there. Well... In 1983, now these mm-hmm. guys are from New York, so I have to believe it was on one of the New York cable accesses, which could have been in Brooklyn, could have been in Manhattan, could have right. been in Queens, could have been in, there were multiple little tiny places they could have been. Mm-hmm. But in 1983, there was one called the Scott and Gary Show. My assumption <laughs> is paid for by Scott and Gary. This is what they say. It's the earliest I could find of the Beach Boys. And it's, or Beach Boys. <laughs> what am I saying? I'm so smart. Uh, SMRT. This is the Beastie Boys. <laughs> Sound Rock School. Like the Greek, the Beastie Boys. There you go. There's the white shadows. <laughs> well, you know, you have to start somewhere. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I still remember the first band I was in, and this was the very, very first band. I showed up with my guitar, and when I got there, we, we were told to learn a couple songs, and I remember one of them was by Styx. I think it was The Grand <laughs> Illusion. 
And I had the solo and all that ready to go. And of course, I was, I don't know, 16, maybe. Okay. Maybe 15. And uh, I, you know, I didn't do the solo perfectly. It was a great fake of the solo. Mm-hmm. And when I got there, I, you know, I was, well, where do I set up? And you set up over here. And none of us really knew each other. This was a couple of brothers who decided okay. to bring everybody in. And I said, well, who's singing? And they said, well, you are. I said, why? You didn't tell me that. And I said, well, you're in chorus. So we assumed, I was in the chorus at the time. And I said, well, we assumed you're in chorus. You could sing it. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, so. I assume there wasn't Google back then for you to look up the lyrics no. either. Huh? Well, I knew it. <laughs> I knew the song pretty well. So you, know, you can imagine how gloriously wonderful we sounded. It was <laughs> terrible. Just terrible. <laughs> Do you like Rage Against the Machine? I do. I love oh, Rage Against the Machine. Yes. I don't mm-hmm. know how you couldn't. Okay. It says here their first public performance was at a house party. Mm-hmm. And if there's a recording of it, I don't know about it. Ah. Somebody is probably going to say, yes, there's a recording. It's owned by Bob who lived in the house. <laughs> I don't doubt it. But here is... The recording that I could find, that was the earliest. Killing in the Name of hits in 1992. Mm -hmm. I don't have a year on this, but it was early, early, and it sounds to me like this is on the campus of a university. Okay. So, and they're introduced in this one. So, it's Rage Against the Machine. It goes on a little long. It's an eight-minute clip, and I I have the introduction on it, so... Here you go. And what's what's funny is I, I told a little story about how terrible I sounded uh-huh. because you think to yourself, you know, well, they're early in, the, in their career. They have to sound terrible. No, they sound like <laughs> they rage. They were always awesome. <laughs> they sound like rage right from the get-go. Sounds like this on Rock School. Today and here's Rage Against the Machine. All right, first break here on Rock School. Let me tell you this right off the bat. Now, obviously, we have a a fairly large podcast following. We have a lot of downloads each week, Mm -hmm. and people do come to the website to grab it. This show is, you know, incumbent upon hearing the songs. Mm-hmm. So I urge you to please go to the um, the website, grab the link to PRX. PRX is where you'll be able to stream the entire show. Uh, also, you can go to YouTube, which is where I grab the vast majority of these, mm-hmm. and you'll be able to hear them. Again, my apologies for some of the quality on these, but they didn't record them on stunning high-end Stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's that's how they got them. They had a person with a camcorder, mm-hmm. one of those big honking ones you probably put up on your shoulder. People Not bought cell those. Phones. Right. <laughs> they didn't have great audio equipment. They were probably captured by somebody who wasn't with the band. Oh yeah. Probably captured by some groupie fan who who got a hold of the whole thing. So listen to it off the PRX network and you know, get it that way. Furthermore, they're brand new. To the gig, so if the song sounds a little meh, it probably is. <laughs> I was telling you off air, I still remember the very first song 
I ever wrote. Uh-huh. And I don't remember all the lyrics, but the chorus lyric <laughs> was so afraid of rejection that I've got to have it. Isn't that horrible? You were so deep. It, I'm sure that's what it was. I thought it was <laughs> deep. And I, I remember playing it for my dad. Um, I was really proud of the chordal structure and all that kind of stuff. And it was right. over. My dad looked at me and he said, what what what's with the rejection thing you have a girlfriend uh-huh. you're you know you're playing music with people what are you being rejected for <laughs> oh no because every musician has <laughs> right? to be so deep and we have you know, to be it's we have, have meaning yeah, we have to be hurt exactly I'm so hurt right here in my heart oh, <laughs> you know i'm 15 years old and nothing's gone wrong in my exactly. life but i have to sound tragic <laughs> So stupid. <laughs> KFOK, Sacramento, California. Thank you for running the radio show. WYAP in Clay, West Virginia. Thanks, guys. Let me tell you about something brand new that happened. We have a, a, a young gentleman named Jonathan who was a friend of mine when I was early, early in my career uh, programming computers. I Yes, I used to make a living programming computers, <laughs> and uh, I used to run a website called HTML Goodies. Uh, I was the sole creator, I guess you would. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jonathan was nice enough to uh, send me a letter not too long ago asking what happened to the website. And I said, oh, well, it's gone. And he said, well, let me help you out. There is now a Twitter feed for this radio Yay! show. Uh, I don't tweet. I don't do it. I'm not getting on the thing. So if you <laughs> want to jump on and, and get on the Twitter feed, you certainly can. It's twitter.com and then the, what is it, the at insignia? Right. The at Rock School Show. Mm-hmm. And all it does is say when the PRX shows are available for you to stream. Mm-hmm. So at Rock School Show. This is how much I know about We're going to get you using it. I, I, no, you won't. I have taught myself enough within the past like year. Yeah. I can get by. Yeah. So if the you students want to, have taught me. If you want to jump on, it's at Rock School Show. Mm-hmm. There you go. And all it does at the moment is tell you when the PRX shows are ready to go. So there. Of <laughs> Facebook is available. That's how much I know about it. You know, Instagram. I don't know. Oh, I don't know nothing, Instagram yet. Nothing. Don't know anything. Pinterest, all I know is that every time my wife wants to make a cake, she has to go look at 7,000 cakes before she, you know, then chooses the Betty Crocker <laughs> and makes a cake. Back in a minute on Rock School. All right, coming out of the break, we need a short one to get us to the bottom of the hour. Beatles, let's do a Beatles one. Uh, You may have heard this one. This has been played a few times around. This is from the Cavern Club, and this is what it says. Whether Mm -hmm. it is exactly this or not, it's up for debate. Mm -hmm. This is supposedly the first gig with Ringo. Pete Best has just been fired, and the story goes that Pete Best was there. Okay. And the story goes, and and by the way, I've had arguments with people who listen to this show whether what I'm about to say occurred or not. Okay. The story goes that down the steps come the Beatles into the Cavern Club, and Pete Best was there, and boom, threw a punch and decked George Harrison. Is that true? Well, that's the way the story comes out. Right. Some people have told me, no, it was somebody else that did it. And no, he didn't deck George Harrison. He decked somebody else. Da, 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 da. That's the way the story has been told. That's the way it's come to me. Mm-hmm. So that's the way I'm saying it. But got to remember, this show is listened to by people who believe they know 
you know, far more than me and exactly. probably do. Mm-hmm. So that's the that's the way the story has come to me. And this is supposedly from that gig. That's fun. Beatles Cavern Club. Rock School. Today's session at the Cavern, we proudly present the Beatles. <laughs> Bottom of the hour here on Rock School. I don't know. Did George Harrison sound like he got punched in the face? Sure. Did to me, too. <laughs> did to me, too. I'm going to stand by my statement there. Uh, bottom of the hour. Let's do my name, Joe Burns, and your name. Monique Gregoire. Stunning. Let's do the dates. These are the dates for seven days and 70 seconds. April 27th all the way through May 3rd. May already. I know. Good. Are we done with the April showers? Can we now have the May flowers? (laughs) These rock and roll dates had something go on in terms of rock and roll. I believe you have Monday, Monique. Go right ahead. April 27th, 1985. USA for Africa started a three-week run at number one on the U.S. chart with We Are the World. And and the amount of money it raised, Mm -hmm. as opposed to the amount of money that actually made it to oh, Africa. Yeah, we've had this conversation. Yeah. April 28, 1973, Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon, went to number one in the U.S. The album went on to enjoy a record-breaking 741 discontinuous weeks on the Billboard chart. There were groups that their existence uh-huh. was to keep that album on the chart. Wow. So when social media came out, actually not even social media at the beginning of it, it was just internet, email okay. and such. These groups would be contacted. Dark Side of the Moon is falling off the chart. Let's go. And they would purchase the album and bring it back up the charts. That's crazy. I think it's neat. April 29th, 1992, singer Paula Abdul and actor Emilio Estevez were married in a judge's chambers in Santa Monica, California. April 30th, 1977, Led Zeppelin broke a new world attendance record at a concert when they played to 76,229 people at a gig at the Pontiac Silverdome, Pontiac, Michigan. May 1st, 1962, the Beatles started a month-long residency at the Star Club in Hamburg, Germany. That's right. And May 2nd, 1989, security guard alerted the police after a man wearing a wig, a fake mustache, and false teeth walked into Zales Jewelers in California. Three squad cars arrived. Of course, looked like a robbery was about to begin. <laughs> it's Michael Jackson in disguise. Oh. <laughs> May 3rd, 1972, Les Harvey, guitarist with Stone the Crows, dies after being electrocuted on stage during a gig at the Swansea University in Wales. I've never been electrocuted, but a couple oh. times I've gotten up on the mic and I guess it was <gasps> static. Uh-huh. Hit the mustache. Oh. And I'll tell you what, that's that that'll wake you up. I guess. Hi there. Gosh. <laughs> Nirvana. Uh-huh. Nirvana. Now this is all the way back in 1988 and you think all the way back in 88. Do the math. Right. That's a long time ago. No, I don't want to think about that. This was recorded in a radio shack in Aberdeen, Washington. The owner of the radio shack was Eric Carter, mm-hmm. and what he did was set a camcorder up on a table. Feel free to look on YouTube. This is right there. Put a camcorder on the table. The drummer 
is not Dave Grohl. It's okay. Aaron Burkhard. I guess that's how you say it. Or Burkhard. B-U-R-C-K-H-A-R-D. Aaron Burkhard. Mm-hmm. Do you know him from anything other than what I've just said? No. Did he should go I? on to any? I don't. Okay. I don't. I probably should have done more research, but I don't. Uh, I believe the song is called Paper Cuts, and all it is is we need something of ourselves. Mm-hmm. We know this guy from Radio Shack, set up a camcorder, point, go. And they start to play. Now, you pointed out to me there is a, a new documentary of yes. Kurt Cobain coming out called yes. Montage of Heck. It's this week, I think, or next week. Next yeah, week. Right at the beginning of next week, mm-hmm. uh, May 4th on HBO, to which I ask, what are they going to tell me? Yeah, and I, you know what? I just want to see the old footage. That If that's, that's what you're thing. into, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm sure you're going to see a whole lot of stuff. And they're probably going to push it that, hey, we have some new stuff that's yeah. never been out there before. And but I'm I've, more interested in seeing Courtney Love back in the day. Yeah, I've, I've read two biographies on him. I've read all that I can on Nirvana. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're going to tell me. Yep. But it's still, still on my DVR. You know what? I'm going to watch it, too. Yep. So Nirvana, back from 1988 here on Rock School. Coming out of Nirvana and paper cuts, not bad. Not again. Mm-hmm. You hear them early, not not polished, right? To the point, but you can hear it's them. Mm-hmm. It's them. The younger voice. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you hear that, like when you listen to early Aerosmith, oh you're like, yeah. yeah, that's what the voice used to be, <laughs> and now you hear him today. He's still there. He's still got it. Yeah. But there's the older person scratch. And all mm-hmm. that. I have uh, a DVR set up to record um, a Def Leppard concert that's coming up. Ah. Joe Elliott still has it. Mm-hmm. But when you heard him when he was singing Rock Brigade, mm-hmm. you know, it was just a younger voice. Mm-hmm. So you hear that in these. Dave Matthews. Oh. How about that? Okay. Dave Matthews. This is from 1992. If the posting of the video is to be, you know, taken as fact, right. this was March 20th, 1992, was at a, uh, at a JMU Cool Aid benefit concert. It's one of the earliest known recordings of Dave Matthews' band. Mm-hmm. According to this, their first show ever taped was March 14th, 1991. So this is about a year afterward. Okay. They would begin releasing music nationally in 1994. So we're two years back from that. Okay. It probably still sounds exactly the same. As a matter of fact, you're going to shake your head and go, are you sure? Are you sure this isn't a (laughs) concert from his first tour? It's that good. No. I mean, so I he like was Dave good. Matthews, oh, but yeah. it all was about the same. Yeah, he's he was good from the beginning. It's Dave mm-hmm. Matthews from 1992 here in Rock School.
All right, second break here on Rock School, and I'm going to do it real quick because I want to play a clip. I don't have the whole song here, but I want to play a clip to all of our affiliates that are out there. I'm going to play a little clip, then I'm going to go into the break. This is U2 as teenagers back in 1978. Okay. It's a clip. Again, I don't have the whole song. In the middle, people comment on them. Really? You know what I mean? One guy's not too impressed. <laughs> well, there's That's always so wonderful. One, you know? Oh, sure. There's nothing you can do. Mm-hmm. And again, there's always those people, you know, isn't you two wonderful? I don't like you two. And you wonder, do you really not like him? Or are you going all hipster? I don't like, thus I'm better right. than the rest of you sheep. <laughs> so uh, who's whom we talked to? Yeah, KSKQ Ashland, Oregon. Thanks for running the radio show. WBSD in Burlington, Wisconsin. Fantastic. We're going to play this clip of you two and then right into the break. Back in a minute on Rock School. Okay, coming out of the break, got a Zeppelin song for you. Oh, yay. Specifically went out and got it. Now, the audio is okay on this one because it's from Danish television back in 1969. Okay. Led Zeppelin. What was Led Zeppelin's name before they were Led Zeppelin? Yarbirds? The New Yarbirds. Good for you. Good for you. Something like that. They went on their first tour of the UK in 1968, billed as the New Yarbirds, mm-hmm. played their first show as Led Zeppelin at the University of Surrey, uh, October 25. Now, okay. their North American tour ends in the same year. Their first show was in Denver, 26 October 1968, followed by other West Coast dates. So okay. they're out playing. Band travels to California to play Los Angeles and San Francisco. Their debut Mm -hmm. album, Led Zeppelin, was released in the U.S. during their tour on 12 January 1969. So this is obviously after the album is released. Okay. But still, and and after they have been to the United States and sort of said, hey, look at us. Right. We're this new band from the UK. Mm-hmm. But still, this is about as early in their world as you can get when they were Led Zeppelin. They were still Ooh. not the new Yarbirds. They had changed their name. Mm-hmm. But from Danish television, this is Led Zeppelin playing Communication Breakdown. Oh, yay. All right. It sounds like this on Rock School. <laughs> Well, Monique, it looks like we're not in Kansas anymore. I know. We've just been upgraded. Yeah, your phone is going ballistic on, we've been upgraded from a warning to a watch. Watch to a warning. Watch to a warning. Mm-hmm. You know what? I worked in radio for all those years. I cannot keep those straight. So that what? The, the watch just means conditions are right for a tornado. Correct. The warning means 
they're in the area. Uh, yes, I believe so. Okay, so we are under a watch right now. No, we're under, we're under warning. a warning. We, I can't keep been, them straight. We've been under a watch since like 7 a.m. We've just okay. been upgraded to a warning. So there are, hur- not hurricanes, why can't I come up with this, tornadoes in they're the coming. area. Okay, mm-hmm. let's finish the show real quick so I can get this <laughs> taken care of because it just means we're going to lose power. Yeah. yeah, we're going to be out of power here mm-hmm. real soon. And wouldn't you know it, both of the classes I'm going to teach today are both incumbent upon me having power. <laughs> well, yeah. the station, we have our you know our little generator back here. so I'm going to bring all my students to the station. Sure. We finish with this one, and it's one you wanted to hear as well, the Smiths. Yes. Okay. This is according to the post, and again, I have to go with what's there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know the Smiths' past. You know what they've recorded. Mm-hmm. It says here this is the earliest available filmed performance. Supposedly, it's the third gig the Smiths ever did. Huh. Period. Filmed by a, and then it's in quotations. Friend. What does that mean? <laughs> with benefits, I guess. Filmed by a friend of the band, February 4, 1983, at the Hacienda Nightclub, Manchester. They were performing as a support of the headliner, 52nd Street, which I assume was named after the Billy Joel album. Ah. But I don't know. And the Smiths, even though you know everyone starts as a support act sometime. Right. So that'll do it. Smiths will wrap us up, and that wraps up the show. Again... If you're listening to the podcast, the the music was the show this time around. Please go and listen to it as a stream on the PRX network. How do mm-hmm. I get there? Go to the website. Go to uh, kslu.org. Click on the Rock School banner. On every page, there mm-hmm. is a link to the PRX network. Or please go ahead and now attach to the Twitter. It is at Rock School Show, and you'll be able to get every one of the uh, the PRXs. Or yeah. if you want, go look at uh, go look at YouTube, which is where I got the vast majority of these. Yeah. So there, I'm Joe Burns. Money Gregoire. That does it. Class is dismissed. Hello, you little charmers. We're the Smiths. How do you do? Gene. Thank you.